Yes, it's a big, big week here on the Jock and Journo Show. A grand final edition. A massive game at the weekend when it is an absolute pleasure to be sitting aside these two learned gentlemen. I'm Jay Clark, and for the next half an hour, we're going to bang on about uh, what an exciting week this is. The captain of Collingwood, five-time All-Australian, five-time Copeland Trophy winner, and a Norm Smith medalist. I shouldn't leave that out. Scotty Pendlebury, uh, mate, congratulations on uh, getting this far, uh, but a big job ahead for you. Yeah, it is. It's um, It's been a strange few days since the game. Um, you know, after that Richmond result Friday night, sort of didn't get much sleep. Just, I, th- I suppose, the adrenaline of the game, the atmosphere, um, taking it in, what we'd done, now the challenge we've got in front of us. It was, yeah, it was a bit of a restless night. And then Saturday, I just, yeah, it was weird. I just wanted to get into the day, if that makes any sense, yep. and like get out amongst people and go to a cafe and just you know people are saying well done last night blah 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 all that type of stuff it's just yeah I need to get out and make it sort of didn't really seem that real um so yeah it was a um yeah awesome atmosphere Friday night guys played super well and yeah we've got one more big challenge in front of us that I think we're we're ready for we're going to talk about that big challenge against the Eagles you win against the Tigers the Brownlow medal we've also got something special for you Scotty that is uh, something you are unaware of we're going to get to that in a little bit in about 10 minutes time so listeners just stand with us because we're going to hit you with something soon as I say hello to you Sammy Gaston, this is your last week at Collingwood, mate. It Clearly, uh, you want the boys to go out with a bang. Absolutely. What a last week it's going to be. I mean, mm. it's not about me, obviously, but, but it it's is. a good way to go out in style. <laughs> You're starting your new job, uh, where is it? The Big Bash on Monday. Yeah, Cricket Australia on Monday. You've got a massive weekend ahead of you, Gas. <laughs> nice, nice of them to give you a couple of days off just to... Wrap your head around it all. Well, if they're listening to this, just give me one day at least. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, That's just, all. I'll come in like, on Tuesday. It's yeah, fine. Tuesday morning. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh absolute goal. We'll uh, touch on the Brownlow first, uh, Scotty. You wear you see so you went the all black outfit. Yep. Yeah, I went all black. The triple so. black. So yeah, you triple had the black. So I had the double breasted suit on and something a little bit different. Never gone like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you just yeah, sort of like you're just of, tapping into the fashion trends. Yeah, before. and to be honest, like a lot of compliments did come my way and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I sort of, you know, I took it with a grain of salt, but um, yeah, you know, it's always nice when people are saying good things about you, you know, men and women. To be honest, mate, your far better half, Alex, completely stole the show. You just faded into the background compared to her, but there were yourself, Dusty and Maxie all in the um, all in the black. So, um, what, what, you know, you guys, the, the sort of the, uh, the bad boys? Yeah, or? a couple of big dogs there, yeah. you know, Dusty and Max and then me. So, um, yeah, I don't know, there was a few... Yeah, there's probably, you know, there was the, the waiter type look as well where guys wore the white um The danger jacket. look? Yeah. I didn't dig the white as much. Disappointed when they um, didn't bring me a water when I asked for one and, and things <laughs> like that. But uh, no, it's, it is. It's a um, it's a good night. It's a long night. but it's, um, Was it yeah. fun for you? Yeah, well, we all saying at the start of the night um, how different it was for starters because we were all just sitting there drinking water and yep. whatnot. And we all said at the start of the night it'd be great if Brody or Steele could get near it. So... Our table was live and we actually had something to concentrate on. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, still, I think still had nine votes after four rounds. And, you know, then I got on the AFL app and I was checking who we played and how we went and who his competition was. And, yeah, we sort of thought he'd get around like the 20 vote mark. And, um, and Tommy Mitchell probably wasn't polling as well as we sort of were expecting on our table. So we thought he was a massive chance. But mm-hmm. then, obviously, late Mitchell, I think, got 12 votes in four rounds and sort of stole it. Was well, there any- stole it, but, you know, t- put a big margin in it. Was there any sort of tension on the table when it was. Three votes. S. Pen side bottom. <laughs> um, you know, I said to side, he did steal a few votes off me. That cost me the brown, though. So <laughs> Any game in particular? Um, 
Well, the Essendon game the second time. Yep. Thought I was pretty stiff not to get any. <laughs> Still got three. Um, there was actually, we were talking though on the table about, about the votes and how you just don't know what's going to happen because... First time we played Brisbane up there, still uh, went to Zorko, and Zorko had 30-odd and kicked five, and he got one vote, and then still got two. And then, so we're laughing about that on the table, and then yep. funny enough, last time we played Carlton, I went to Cripps, and he gave me an absolute bath, and he got two, and then I got three. So, so we're sort of saying, yeah, well, because we still got a lot of ball men still both in those games, so... Yeah, we're, we're quite yeah. up with the team we're, role. We're, yeah, we're up with the team role. So, yeah, be interesting to see how they match up with the best and fairest uh, votes. Um, was there any amusing banter between tables or between teams? You get a lot of well wishes from um, the opposition. Yeah, you get a lot or? of yeah, a lot of well wishes from players. And, yep. um, you know, Jared Rufford, Joel Selwood, a couple of guys come up straight away and, and wish you the best of luck. And yeah, everyone's sort of the same. They're sort of sitting there envious of your table because they know what you've got ahead of you. But yep. yeah, it was a pretty tame sort of night. We all sort of were amused by how much. Cans of Coke, Jaden Stevenson attempted to drink on the table. I think right. it was about eight or nine cans of Coke across the brown, though. So right. it's quite funny. It's ideal preparation for... He's, he's got some curious dietary habits. Well, I don't think he's got a diet. Right, <laughs> yeah. he's the, he sounds like a bit like t- what Tom Mitchell used to be. How much different was that to 2010? When you were sitting on the table, we had Eve Shaw, Swanee, a couple of rat bags, and this time we got Jaden, Jaden's mum, Steel, Brody. You're all in the waters. Slightly different. Well, no, not really, because... When you are on the waters and you're at the Brownlow, like we've got training, we had training today. Yep. Um, so you're there and um, yeah, you're sort of just waiting for like 2010, we had Swanee as the live chance on the table. So yeah, as long as you've got a live chance, it makes it pretty fun. But then, yep. yeah, after that, you're just trying to, yeah, once the night's done and Tommy Mitchell made his speech and sort of the night's about to end, that's when that's our cue to get out of there and, and get home. And how quickly did you hit the bolt? Yeah, I reckon I was in the, probably the third cab that left Crown, so we made a pretty good dash. I was really impressed with Alex because I just say, I'm going and f- like follow me how I'm weaving in and out of traffic, and she kept up remarkably well. Oh, fantastic. And the girls all did look amazing, um, as they uh, as they always do, Scotty. I mean, it's a uh, glamorous uh, affair, and they uh, they scrubbed up spectacularly, the ladies. Yeah, they do. I feel sorry for them because there's so much pressure on them and you know people in them. Herald Sun or the age or whatever it is. Like I reckon critique. that's changed a little bit. Yeah, has it? Yeah, I reckon it's, it's good because I, don't, I feel like you shouldn't be critiquing girls who are going there to support their partners. They don't need to be critiqued or judged or yep. anything like that. Just need compliment everyone for, yeah. for the night. It's a good night yeah. and no need to try and act like you're off Victoria's Secret model and yep. you know, judging people's dresses or whatnot. Yeah. Hey, um, it is a big week for you, obviously, Scotty. Coming into your... Uh, Potentially second premiership, and uh, the great thing about this podcast isn't it, Gas, that you're very level-headed and determined and driven and uh, and stable, and I'm often the emotional sort of flighty. Yeah, we need a balance. Otherwise, it'd be boring. Yeah, <laughs> up and da- up and down type. So we we saw so we do complement each other on on the yin and yang a little bit, mate. But uh, to the listeners out there, this is this is our attempt to try and uh, to. Um, is this the surprise? This is the surprise. Beautiful. So Can't we've wait. we've spoken to. He's great. He's all business. <laughs> no, no, it's the game fantastic. just came on. We've, no, no. Do you know about this? No, I don't. We can't wait. We've spoken to seven of your uh, best friends and family. Yeah, and they're all about to give you a uh, special message here and wish you well. And this is uh, your good friend Hutchie. Beautiful. Uh, hey, Scotty, it's uh, Hutchie. Um, I just want to uh, wish you all the best best for Saturday. Um, I'm just uh, super proud for you, mate. Um, it's been a long road. Uh, since we're kind of stomping around the uh, streets of sale together, um, I'm really proud of your uh, career so far, and I'm just really happy that you've got this opportunity again. We know that um, it's an outcome-based industry, and at the end of the day, you can work as hard as you like. But 
you've got a uh, amazing opportunity on Saturday, and I'm just overly happy that you've um, got yourself into this position and you get to go out there and do your do your best. So um, all the best. Enjoy um, the uh, the journey with Jaxi. Um, obviously, we got to rally around in 2010 um, and share that with your family and. Um, old Pistol Pete, and it was really, really special to be a part of that. But um, obviously, it's great that you get to do this and get to share it with the young fella. And um, I just want you to go out there and enjoy it all, mate. So uh, all the best, yeah. Have a crack. He taught you everything uh, he knew on the basketball court, Hutch? Um, well, he made a state side with me. So, yeah, we played state basketball, I think, under-18s together. So I was bottom age, he was top age, and... Yeah, I carried him to that side, and um, I'm sure he's appreciative of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is your good mate, Johnny Taylor. Um, g'day, g'day, Scotty. Johnny Taylor here, mate, from uh, from Sale, uh, or Melbourne now. But, yeah, love watching you go about your business, mate. Just, um, I remember watching you make your senior debut for Sale. I think it was your one and only game for the Sale Footy Club. Um, and, yeah, I remember watching you and thinking you had a really bright future, um, you know, and, been a sale boy, obviously, and, and I'm a proud Collingwood person. I've, I've watched your journey closely, and um, yeah, mate, just want to wish you all the best for Saturday. Um, you know, I've admired the way you've gone about things over the years, not just on the field, but but off it. You know, your dedication, your discipline—it's second to none. Um, and even though I think I'm, you know, five years older than you, you know, I really look up to you, and you know, you're a role model. And I think I've probably sent you a few drunk text messages over the years and told you that just how much I love you, and you know, you're my idol. But honestly, mate, you know, I just um, nothing would make me happier than to see you, you know, you and the boys go well on Saturday um, because I know how much hard work you've put in, mate. So, you know, you are my idol, Pendles. I love I love you, mate. And just, yeah, all the best, mate. We'll be cheering so hard. I'll have no voice left on Saturday night. So, yeah, all the best, mate. Take care, buddy. Good work. Johnny T from Sale. I love that. This is Johnny Taylor from Sale. From <laughs> um, there's actually funny because after the game on Friday night against Richmond, um, Tails was like sort of I got off my phone after the game and I reckon there's 150 messages on my group thread. So yep. there's a group of mates that like play basketball that we just banter flies back and forth and Tails was on it and he's like, I'm desperate for a ticket. Like I'll pay anything to get my hands on a ticket there. And I remember just sending him a text the next day. It's like, man, I've got your ticket sorted. Got Don't worry coming. about it. And he's like, oh my God, I love you. And I can vouch for the drunk text. I'll wake <laughs> up some days and I've got a message from Tails and it's, yeah, 3 it's unbelievable. 3 a.m. and he's at... Where does he go? I don't know. Somewhere, this old school place where they go. And in Sale? It. No, Still? in Melbourne. Because oh. he's now Johnny Taylor from Sale from Melbourne. Yes, yeah, So, yeah. Uh, how'd you go in that one Sale game? Um, we lost to Mafra by, I think, like 100 points. Ooh. But I was best on for Sale. I oh, wanted yeah. the meat tray. It was <laughs> Got dirty. The three it was, votes mate, it was filthy. Side. I remember like, so how's this? So I wanted to play thirds because... It was late in the year and everyone was saying, like, you'll probably get drafted. I wanted to play thirds to so say I would play with my mates. I'd never done that before in footy. Range, yeah. And the coach for the thirds didn't pick me. You're kidding me. So he was like, wouldn't let me play. You got left out of the team. I got left out of the thirds, so I played seniors. That's bizarre. Yeah. And then the first contest when I was playing seniors, we were over the ball and the pack coming, and someone from Mafra just clipped me and split me ear open oh. in the back. They were dirty. <laughs> dirty dogs. Yeah. Yeah, and they, Mafra lost the grand final on the weekend to Lee and Gather, Dyson Apples mob. Right? Sale bowed out, I think, in straight sets. So. Unlucky for Mafra. Yeah. Uh, this is your uh, older brother, Critter. Scotty, it's Critter here, mate, the big brother. Um, just quickly want to wish you all the best for, for Saturday. Um, you know, no one works as hard as you, mate, so I really hope you get it done and, and have another day that you'll never forget. Um, just want to flick back to, to post the 2010 grand final. Uh, it was a couple of weeks 
close to Granny, and we're actually out with Jason Graham, who uh, who actually beat in that in that famous grand final. Um, and I remember, you know, we we're all having a bit of banter, and you just out of nowhere, you just started going clunk, 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 and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Oh, sorry, boys, that's that's the uh, that's the Norm Smith and the the Premiership medallion clunking together." So, um, you know, he's never been able to live that down, old Grammy. But, um, mate, yeah, once again, I wish I wish you all the best for Saturday, and uh, I hope you get it done, mate. Cheers. Oh, clunk, clunk, Pendlebury. Well, it's funny, but it was it's true. Um, so all sitting around and. It was a few weeks since we'd played St Kilda, but I was really close with Grammy, and we their banter used to fly back and forth, and I'd never ever touched the grand final with him, and it was three weeks post, and I thought oh, I've got to it's give him a little jab, and <laughs> it's partly the Norm Smith one was because he should have won the Norm Smith against Geelong, I think it was the year earlier, uh, maybe yeah. come equal, but on countback or something yeah, he didn't okay. get it, and he was clearly the best player on the ground that day, and yeah, just gave him a little rib tickler that day, and um, yeah, it remains a, a laughing point amongst the boys. This is your younger brother, Ryan. Hey, mate. It's Ryan here, your little brother. I just wanted to wish you a massive big luck for this weekend. Um, congratulations. It's a massive achievement just to make it, but we obviously want you to win. I'm very proud of you either way. I've always been so proud of you, and I always will be. I've always looked up to you ever since I've been little. Hopefully you win this week. You deserve it. We all see how hard you work for everything you get, so it'll be well-deserved. And please, if you win, don't get home at 7 p.m. You're allowed to let loose for a few days. Cheers and good luck. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, uh, speaking, to, he was at my place game day on Friday, and he was saying something about if you were to win next week, and we're talking about babysitters for Jacks or whatever. And I sort of laughed, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'll be, I'll be able to get home to relieve the babysitter by about 10:30, <laughs> 11." So, yeah. Which would be? How did you go in the 2010 Premiership celebrations? Uh, not too bad. No, I'd quite. I night. do value sleep. Yeah. So, like it's a game of like, it's a game of footy. You got to play. So I play on Saturday. So then after the function last time we had a function, all the boys are there drinking, blah blah blah. I get that, but like I was absolutely cool. knackered and just like wanted to sleep and enjoy it. Um, this is your far better half, Alex. Hey, Scott, it's Al here. Uh, just a little message. Um, we all know that the Premiership Cup is the only achievement that you yearn and strive for, even dream about. <laughs> um, but you're the most selfless guy I've ever met in every aspect of life, and footy and family is just everything to you. So we are so happy that you're getting another crack at the prize possession, and uh, good luck for the weekend. I hope she doesn't mind the Premiership Cup sleeping in her spot Saturday <laughs> night if we win it. So she'll be selfless for the night. But, uh, yeah, I like everyone introduces themselves. Like I don't know their voice. Well, I asked I like them. To, that. I asked them to do yeah, that for yeah. the listeners, of course. Hi, Scott. It's Ryan, your little brother. <laughs> I've looked up to you ever since I was little. <laughs> I've always been bigger. Uh, <laughs> that would be nah, flat. No, I've, nice. I've asked them all to do that. Um, and so your dad works out on offshore, uh, offshore doesn't he? Yeah. So, so he's um. Offshore at the moment. So last week for Richmond, he got to fly back. The boss flew him back for the game. Massive. So he let him have two days off for the game. Flew back. And then same this week for the granny. His boss is flying him back for it. Have a few days here and then flies back to work again. How far off which coast? No, nah, he's off. Um, he's in the Bass Strait. So it literally, it's the easiest route for him. So from Sale, drives out to Longford, jumps on the on the bird straight out. Yeah, it's easy. Well, let's have a listen. Hey, Scott, it's Dad. Um, I'm offshore at the moment, but... Um I'll uh, just read you a little note that I've sort of driven from deep down and here we go. So, yeah, look, mate, so dedicated and driven to the cause, uh, to whatever you can set your mind to do. 
it comes as no surprise to me and others that you have succeeded in this industry as a player and a person and utmost to me, a captain of a massive big club like Collingwood. A natural born leader from an early age, attention to detail and leaves no stone unturned. Um, a very loyal person to his friends and also his family. A hard worker, very consistent in what everything he does, successful, but most of all, you have never wavered from any task that has been asked of you. And when you left our home, all I said to you was, mate, stay close to your family and friends, which you have done. Our family and our friends are so very proud of you. Our brothers, your brothers idolise you for the what for what you have done for them. So, mate, all the best on Saturday. Lead your team to victory. Go Pies. Uh, a very proud dad. And as I said, I'll see you on Saturday. So, all the best. Love you heaps. I'm glad Dad prepared that. Because knowing Dad, if he tried to speak off the cuff, it wouldn't have come out well. So, um, it's funny, but I feel like I've got a story for everyone. But Dad was at my house on Friday, and he gets more nervous than me. Right. And needs to get the game to the game before me for some reason. So we're at my house on Friday before the game. Yep. And it's three thirty. We don't play till seven fifty. And I can see him getting edgy, like yep. fiddling with stuff and mum's having a coffee and he's sort of looking at mum having a coffee. And I was like, What are you doing? Watching the clock. And he's sort of like he goes, Oh well we need to go soon, get to the game. And I'm on the couch, I'm dad, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm not ready to leave like for an hour. He's like, yeah, but I've got to get a park and I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to be... I felt so, so sorry for mum. Like, he needs to be there three hours pre-game just to soak it all in. Uh, He's got to warm up when we warm up. How do they go into state? Because I saw them in Perth and they look like they're oh, freaking yeah. out a bit. Yeah, they all... They, to be honest, in Perth, they got um, stiffed a little bit. Their plane was three hours delayed in Melbourne. So they oh. literally just got there like two hours before the game started. And that dad would have just been freaking... Yeah. He hasn't always been able to watch all your footy though, your dad, no, Scotty. No. So does it mean extra... To you knowing that he can be there. Um, yeah, it does. And I suppose the thing, like with Dad, and I've told him this, but I'm most appreciative for what he gave up when we are growing up to work offshore to provide for us. And we didn't want for anything as kids, you know. Like we, like for me, basketball costs a fortune to play, but Dad worked offshore. Um, yeah, it was a pain for Mum every two weeks when she had three boys and Dad was gone. But Trying to drive yeah. you all around all your all our sport. And that's where Nana Pa was so good for us. But um, yeah, for... Um, dad to do that yeah we're so appreciative as, as boys of what he's done not just for me either like for my other two brothers and um, they help out with the grandkids and their awesome grandparents so yeah appreciative and dad will love it this week and geez, if we win it I think by the time we have the function after the game he'll be well and truly <laughs> P-I-S-S <laughs> <laughs> great man uh, last but not least of course uh, your fabulous mother Lisa who is extremely proud of you Eliza hi Scott it's mum my gorgeous boy Mr. Reliable, humble, loyal, cheeky, loving, level-headed, and very family-orientated. From my baby boy to the man you are today, every day of your life, Scott, you've made me proud. So driven at an early age, hardworking, disciplined, team-orientated, always challenging yourself to be the best you could be, never wanting personal accolades, wanting team success. I wish you all the best for Saturday, Scott. Lead your team to victory. Thank you for never changing, always being true to yourself. Nanny and Pa would be so proud of you, as we all are. Go Pies. I love you, Mum. 
Uh, and that's your crew. We're trying to get on to your uh, your mate horse in London. London. Uh, but might 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 that might come. But the, that's your crew. That's in good. Your, that's in your corner, yeah. mate. And that's that's the um, crew that I've got coming to the games. They've all got tickets, um, which you need to sort out pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Um, they'll all come to the post game function. Yeah. So that's that's been my support network. You know, since I was so young playing basketball. So yeah, it's nice to get a message, but let's get a win. Through all, the, let's last on this, on through all your ups and downs over the past year, we go back 15 months, we were sitting at the same desk and we're talking about your coach and what could happen and, and all the, the massive changes. Um, <clears throat> and you're always such a very level person, but how important are these people you know, in your journey, particularly at those sort of bumpy moments, even though externally you exude stability and calmness all the time? Is it like um, that always with I these think people? I think it's funny because I think with... Um, like that support ne- network, it's probably the same. Like they ride the roller coaster more than I do because, um, like, I'm steadfast in my beliefs. Um, you guys would know that from how I carry myself. That I, I have massive belief in this football club and the plan and where where we're going. And you know, at times I think if anything, it's these guys like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Should you do this or whatever? You know, blah blah blah. And it's, like, I suppose it's me because they're they're the guys that read the paper, buy into it. They don't get to see what I see. So. Um, yeah, but at times, you know, when we've had bad losses or whatever, you know, th- those guys have been huge for me, whether it's just having a beer, getting me out of the house, getting me away. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And I, I think everyone said, though, they all, when they spoke about me, it was like, you know, you're steadfast, you're disciplined. You know, I've always had a, a really strong belief in where teams that I'm a part of are going to go. And it is going to be a massive one at the weekend. What do you got to do? Better, Scott, than when you played them last time. West Coast, of course, in Perth. Very good yep. in the second and third quarters, but it did fall away. Collingwood yeah. fans listening, what well, do I you think, um, need the, to do the better? The start's obviously going to be very important. Last time, I think they kicked four goals, three to... I don't even think we scored in the first quarter. We might have even just had two points. So they jumped us um, at the start, and then the last five or six minutes... I think in five minutes to go, we're in front, and then they kicked two goals to get it to ten points or something like that, and then um, they kicked a goal on the siren as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a big, big challenge... Um, you know they're they're a really good side, and they're. I think Adam Simpson said I think they he thinks they're an underrated side, and but I just think that's because they're in Perth. I think over in Perth they'd be talked up heavily, but we know that they're going to be incredibly tough to beat. Um, they've got great um, balance to their side, forward, mid, and back. You know there there isn't really an area of weakness there for them. So yeah, but you know I think with our side, and I've said this before, I've got massive belief in the way that we play, and I think if we can play. How we play will ask them a lot of questions, and I think we'll be good enough to get it done. To me, it shapes up as a battle between your guys' midfield and clearance power, which was exceptional against Richmond last weekend, versus their bigs. So if they're going to rule the skies again, I think it's going to be very difficult um, for you guys. But if you can bring it to ground and yep. and combat them in the air, then you'll be into this uh, up to this into, up to your eyeballs. Excuse me. So yeah. how are you going to how are you going to combat the McGovern? <laughs> Kennedy darling factor. Yeah, well, I think last time um, McGovern started the game really well and then Maney did a really good job after that. Um, yeah, and then as you said, like we, we sat back on the weekend and watched and, um, you know, guys individually watched the game, not as a group, but, you know, you could see how good Kennedy was, Darling was, um, McGovern, um, Shannon Hearn, guys like that. So it's about making sure when the ball is going inside 50 for them that it's coming in under pressure and that's what I think we're able to do really well against Richmond is um, force, you know, high balls, scrub kicks whatever it was pressure so that's got to be the same probably even upper gear because you know they can bomb away and they've got taller forwards and then yeah with McGovern it's just being smart when we go inside 50 I feel like we did that really well against Richmond who you know the best defensive side in the comp so 
we've just got to be smart again, um, play our brand of footy. I thought we were incredibly composed in that game against Richmond. The Richmond pressure, we were able to buffer and then be composed with, with our entries. Must give you a lot of belief. That I know you, you do have a high belief, but to do what you did against Richmond, and no one really gave Collingwood much of a chance, but to come out and smash them, it felt over 15 minutes into that game. I mean, it must give you enormous belief, validation in yeah, how well you guys can yeah, play. Yeah, it gives me validation in, in what we're doing. Um, but I've... I always believe we could do it, but then it's another thing actually doing it against Richmond. and Against the um, best defence. Yeah, best, best defence. Um, I think they're almost the best attack or second best attack in the comp as well. So, yeah, but we were able to, you know, we identified stoppages as a part that we thought we could take advantage of against Richmond. And I think if you have a look at the, I think it was 60 points to maybe 10 points from stoppage and the margin was 40 points. So, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, you torched them around there. Yeah, and Brody was first class, Taylor Adams, Geordie Degoe, guys like that. So, um yeah, we you know West Coast are different again though. They've they haven't been great at contested footy, but in the finals they've I think they're number one ranked side. So grand balls. Um, yeah, it's, it's as I said, it's going to be a big challenge, and that's what that's what you want in the grand final. You want a big challenge and something that you know you've got to go earn. And um, yeah, I feel like our group's as ready as it can be. Do you think you can get them around <laughs> the ball again with Tay Adams, yourself, Steele? Is that the is that your trump card in this one? Um, oh, I don't know about again, but that's yeah. We we hope we can get on top of them in the midfield and. Um, last time, if anything, they sort of got on top of us late in the game around the midfield. I think they'd plus 13 contested footy. So we can't allow that because I said plus 13 contested footy means probably plus six or seven inside 50s that are coming in, putting our backs under the pump. So, yeah, that's. I think we've got to go to work around the midfield, make sure that any ball they gets sort of um, under a lot of pressure, gives our backs a chance, and then, you know, us taking our chances as well, going the other way. Fourth grand final for you, two in 2010. Yeah. Lost to Geelong in 2011. Would I feel be... like it's funny saying fourth because I've only played in like two that were worth a result. So yep. is it? Yeah, I've played in four, but it's like my third. This will be a fourth. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> will, it feel, will you feel any different? You think, you think you'll be more composed? Um, yeah, it's a tough question. I, I didn't feel any more composed in 2011, so, and I'd just played in one. You felt nervy. Oh, not Jittery. nervy, but I just felt like... Anxious. Yeah, you feel the occasion you know understand what's on the line and I remember 2010 sort of the first five minutes you're just trying to get your second wind you're sort of yeah you are a little bit nervy a bit edgy um and then I was probably the same 2011 I thought oh well we did this last year so um I'll be ready for this it's you know I know what to expect and yeah it was the same 2011 the first five minutes you're just like a headless chook trying to get your second wind and um yeah and then then you jump into the game but Mm -hmm. yeah I think it'll be the same again like you'll be nervy you'll be edgy because um, you just want it to start, you just want to get into it. So, yeah, once the first five minutes dust settles, you know, away we go. I think it's going to be freezing too, Gas. The what I mean, one of the coldest grand finals on record. Wet. Thirteen. Any chance of the long? Yeah. Long, no, definitely no, not. I long sleeve once and play future. Just no, no chance. <laughs> Shakes his head dismissively. A few. What uh, is it? No, it says it's going to be fourteen sunny. So, no, I don't know. Big story grand final week, Scotty. He's always the blokes who are under the cloud or, or uh, may or may not play. What's the latest on that? Jeremy Howe? Have you spoken to him in the locker room? I know he's got a bit of a sore ankle. Any yep. chance you're going to miss this one? No, there's no chance that he'll miss with... Um, yeah, he tweaked his ankle a little bit against Richmond. and Light um, week on the track. Yeah, light week on the track and he'll be fine. I think, like, you know, sure he tweaked his ankle, he'll be fine. McGovern, grand final, you, you'll find a way to get up and... Um, yeah, it's funny. There always seems to be, though, a story, doesn't there? A mm. grand final like this. We need something to bang like, on about. Yeah, but yeah, I know that. But I'm more, I'm more mean like no team ever just gets through clean. And yep. it's like, oh, they've got a clean bill of health. That's like clean bill of health. 
um, yeah, the last thing you want to see is like a guy miss a grand final with something. So hopefully both sides don't have that that happen. What about for Darcy Moore and Benny Reid? Maybe yeah. more so Darcy. You've got to train. They're trying to get in. But, I mean, it would be a big call from Nathan Buckley to change a winning, a winning side, a winning format. How hard is it for those guys this weekend? Have you spent any time with those two boys? Yeah, well, the whole it's really the the whole group, and they understand the situation they're in, and, and we know that it's it is hard. That you know they're fighting for the one percent chance that um, they might get into the side, and but they understand the role that they play in what we're doing at the moment. And you know our VFL side hasn't been in since we started finals, and you know they're charged with the responsibility of making sure that they train as well as they can and as good as they can that they prepare us as well as they can for this grand final and. All those boys have been first class when we, you know, we do it's match pretty selfless. Play. Oh, it is. And it's no doubt it's a challenging situation to be in. But the, all year we spoke about a team mentality, a group mentality, and we're carrying it out. Those guys are training as well as they can to prepare us to go out and perform as well as we can. And, you know, if we were to win and, um, you know, hold up that cup, it's 22 guys on the day that get to, you know, get up on that podium. But it's we understand straight away that it's 45 players, it's the staff, it's everyone. And, their role is so important. Collingwood fans listening now, Scotty, this is going to be the biggest day of the year. Some of them of their, Christmas. Of their lives. It will be Christmas. So you're in there. Take us into the locker room. It's five minutes before you run out. You can hear the crowd and the thundering roar and the noise and the, you've got the goosebumps. Who's the pre-game entertainment? Anyone good? It's Black Eyed, Black Eyed Peas and Black Eyed Peas. Um, Jimmy Barnes. i got a feeling. Fergie's gone, though. Oh, so yeah. it's not even going to be real back. Yeah, okay. Stay focused with us, Scott. Sorry. What are you going to tell us about that that uh, that speak that speech to the boys? When, you, when you're in the locker room, you're out in the ground, that last address to the players, give us a flavour of what you'll be saying in that moment. Um, it'll be simplicity. And I know that sounds probably really boring, but simplicity stacks up in big games, big occasions, because it's something you can come back to, so... Um, that will be the flavour of mm-hmm. what I'll say. Do you think about that? What, more. what are you going to say? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I give it. You know, a good thirty seconds to a minute as I'm <laughs> running back after I flip the coin. And no, nah, but like the the best part of the whole week, every week, and you know, grand final included in that is when you get to the ground because that's when it starts. So the prep starts. You know, at two thirty game when we get there around twelve thirty, whatever it is, that's when you feel the most comfortable because you're into your prep. And, you know, all the guys there and, you know, you see Maney, he's jumps on the bike for 10 minutes and, you know, Goldie will be doing his stuff for his knee and Checkers gets a band around his knee. So, like, it's all sort of familiar and mm-hmm. it's like guys doing their thing. and The routine. Yeah, and then, you know, pre-game when we... What are you doing? And, um, what am I doing? Just annoying people. Checking the basketball scores. Yeah, annoying people. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't do a whole of a lot. No, a bit of stretching and things like that. Make sure I'm ready. And what will it mean to you, mate? As I said, we, we spoke about this 12, 15 months ago, and I don't, I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen around here. You know, what was happening with the coach and the changes, and you've been through um, a lot of stuff since then, but it's been an extraordinary transformation. What would it mean to you and your teammates and your coach to lift the club, to lift the cup on Saturday? Um, I haven't thought about it, to be honest. I haven't thought about what it would be like to win. I'm just so focused on what we've got to do to win. And, yep. um, you know, it's the obvious ones. It would be amazing and it would be relief and all that type of stuff. But, yeah, it's such a big challenge in front of us that I haven't really let my mind wander into that realm yet. So so what do you visualise? Um, oh, Contest really just stuff. How, we'll, how we'll attack this game, how I'll attack it, how I'll do my role, um, you know, what, what it's going to look like for us when we're playing good footy, how we're going to get on top of them. And then a byproduct of that is when that siren goes 
in the fourth quarter that you look up at the scoreboard and it's in our favour. So, um, but yeah, we'll be back next week anyway to talk about the pod and go through it again and then I'll probably be able to give you a bit more in depth if we were to win it Okay, how it feels a premiership podcast absolutely Sammy Gaston's going to be in a new job by then we might have to kidnap him yeah, don't worry about it we'll sneak him in and uh, well hey mate as per usual we uh, we wish you the best of luck so absolutely all the best on Saturday thanks boys the Collingwood Army uh, will be right behind you who are you going you. for what do you mean who am I going well, you're for you're Perth boy I, I work no I'm not I'm Richard Long boy I worked there for two years didn't you weren't you living in Perth for a lot for two years oh, yeah. yeah so you Collingwood then I think uh, I think you guys will win yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you can especially on a wet day I think like I probably wrote them off about six weeks ago to be honest I thought the wheels fell off in oh. fact I said that yeah. that's <laughs> not like you <laughs> misread it a little bit um, so they've they've really surprised me I thought without Gaff and Nick Natanui um, and I think I rated them bottom six to start the season so I didn't have a lot of so faith they next to us hmm? they were with us I had you in the top eight oh, okay Eighth, but in the top eight. <laughs> eighth on percentage. But with Liam Ryan, Willie Rioli, midfield, Elliot Yeo's become a uh, star McGovern and Kennedy, we know. So they'll be a formidable opponent, mate. And uh, we hope to we speak to you in a week's time with the Premiership middle around your neck. Absolutely. So do I. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining us on the Jock and Journey Show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers.